Welcome to A Month with Matthew in Croatia. I'm writer Matthew Felix, and I needed to get away for a while to figure out what was next for me. And this is what happened when I did. These are travel anecdotes, stories, and ruminations from my month in a small island village in Croatia. From the characters I met to the experiences I had, some funny, some frustrating, to the thoughts, memories, and emotions that came up for me during my solo retreat in the seaside village in Croatia. What an awesome morning. My day has gotten off to a fantastic start. Just got home. I was in the cafe all morning and I just had lunch, just had my lentils and chickpeas and cheese and bread, and I am ready to take on the afternoon. But I want to talk about my morning a little bit because like I said, it was just it was just great. I'm feeling really good. And all the more so given that last night I was not feeling particularly good, particularly well. I was a little down last night, and so I powered through that. I did some meditation got a good night's rest and now that I've been productive largely productive this morning feeling good again so I head down to the cafe I get there early only only uh, people there having coffee when I get there is the owner and a friend I get my normal more normal table read the news read my email take care of all that kind of stuff and then I get to work and one of the reasons I was excited about uh, about the work today is I started just doing some more creative writing. And I've done a little bit, you know, I wrote that essay slash poem. I've done a little bit since being here, but most of what I've been doing has been sort of left-brained research and planning and, and, and brainstorming and all that kind of stuff. So it felt really good to dig out this book that I've already written 15,000 words on, a book that I'm hoping will be my next book that I'm really excited about. I've been working on for a couple of years, but I haven't worked on it recently. So it felt good just to dig that back out and see what I've already accomplished and see how I can change it and improve it and visualize, you know, kind of where I want to take the book, all that kind of stuff. But it just felt good to be working with language since I haven't done that much of it lately. And since being here, I did write that one poem or essay that I read a few, a few episodes ago. But anyway, so I was just feeling good. Well, as the morning went on, you know, the cafe filled up. It's Sunday, so I got really full. And, you know, after being there for a couple of hours, I started thinking, I've done a lot of work when I was younger. I did a lot of work in food service. So I've worked in restaurants. I've been a server. I've worked in cafes. I've worked at an ice cream stand. I've done all that. And so I try to be aware, just in general, not just here, but just in general, when I'm, when I'm in a cafe and I'm working, try to make sure I'm not taking up a table for hours at a time if there are no other tables available especially in situations like this cafe where the people are, you know, the servers are working for tips. So cafe filled up. I started thinking, you know, maybe, maybe it's time for me to move on. Meanwhile, church was about to start. And so these masses of, you know, locals and I don't know, probably some tourists as well start sort of trailing in from the hillsides and on the other side of the marina. So again, my cafe is right on the marina. There's the little sort of lane and a half between me and the marina, between the cafe and the marina. And so people are just filing by, heading up the heading up the stairs to the church. And again, the, the, the stairs to go up to the church are right next to this table where I sit because I'm at the very end of the cafe. So people are filing by, and I guess I already talked a little bit about that in the previous in my previous post. But then church gets out, and so now there are even more people. And now I'm thinking, all right, I really have worn out my welcome. It's time for me to take off. Well, just at that point. A, one of the other servers who works at this cafe and restaurant, who I had a lot of interactions with my first two or three or maybe even four days here, but he has since worked, started working the night shift. 
So I usually see him every day when I'm out on my evening stroll and we just sort of say, hey, as I'm walking past the restaurant, super friendly, super interesting, really, really sweet guy. And so I really enjoyed my interactions with him and he speaks English very well. Whereas the other server, who's super sweet as well, um, we always have really pleasant, funny interactions, but she doesn't really speak English. So I haven't really gotten to know her that well. So anyway, this guy shows up. He is having a trouble finding a seat. And so he's, uh, you know, I said, well, actually, I'm thinking about maybe I should, maybe I should be leaving. And he says, well, why don't I just join you? So I said, ah, perfect. That's, that's what we call a win-win. So he gets a coffee, sits down. He's happy. He's got a place. I'm happy. I don't have to leave. Well, naturally, because he's so friendly and we've already had some interactions, I end up closing my laptop and we end up spending the next hour talking. And this is why I like to travel the way that I travel. And what I mean by that is this is one of the things that happens when you stay someplace for a somewhat extended period. And usually, I would say sort of a minimum of a month. I mean, not that there's really a time uh, defining time period for this, but But when I go someplace, usually it's for a month when I can. And what happened, you know, when I got here initially in this little village, people were friendly, but actually, I mean, the people that I dealt with face-to-face, I should say, were friendly. But when I was walking around, you know, the street and things, sometimes people would say hello, sometimes they wouldn't. Many times I would say hello to someone on the street, just because, again, you know, it's a narrow street, the village is really small, so you're you're coming face-to-face with people, right? So... I usually just say hello, just to acknowledge that other human being with whom I'm crossing, crossing paths. So many times I got blown off to my face. I mean, repeatedly. And, you know, of course, I never take that personally. But I do always wonder, why? Doesn't it take less effort to say hello, to return someone's greeting, than to go to all the effort of blowing them off? I don't know, maybe for some people it doesn't take much, much effort <laughs> to blow other people off. But but I didn't take it personally because I think a lot of that comes from, and this is just my hypothesis, hypothesis, but I think a lot of that comes from, you know, when you're in some place that's full of tourists, and as I've said, this village is really chill. So it's not that they're it's not that it's teeming with tourists, but it's just percentage-wise, you know, there are a fair number of them. So when you're walking down the street, you don't know if it's a local or if it's a tourist. Now, presumably if you're a local you do know that you don't recognize that person. And so you, I guess, as a local, recognize anyone who's not a local. But I don't. So I'm just kind of saying hello to everyone if, if we cross, cross paths with them. So anyway, fast forward a couple weeks now. I don't know if I've been here two weeks, but whatever, a week and a half, however long I've been here. And now people that I'd seen once or twice or three times who had sort of blown me off or just not said hello or what have you, now they recognize me, and now they say hello, and now they make an effort, and now they return my greetings. And so it really changes your, it's almost as if I'm sort of being accepted into the village. Now, of course, not in the sense of, you know, I'm one of them. I'm still an outsider, obviously. I'm still a tourist, but it's different. It's different when they realize, when the locals realize, when the people that form a community realize that you're not just passing through that I've learned a few expressions in the language. So when I say hello, I'm saying hello in Croatian, followed by hello in English, so they don't think that I actually speak Croatian or I'm trying to prove something. Um, But it's just, that's part of why I like traveling this way, is because you just, um, you know, you you get a different experience, and it starts to become a more intimate experience, and you start to have conversations with the, with the people versus, and of course that can happen if you're just passing through, but usually those conversations are just sort of superficial. Oh yeah, you like Croatia, where are you from? 
you know, uh, what else have you done? Where are you going? Versus today when Alfred, which is his name, and he introduced it and he told, he told me his last name too, but I don't think I'm going to say last names here just in case. But, uh, but he introduced himself as Alfred, like the bachelor in Batman. And so it took me a second to realize he, he was saying the butler in Batman, but I just thought that association was pretty funny. And his English is really good. So that wasn't, that wasn't a not knowing the word sort of thing. That was just a little, you know, a little, uh, mix up like we can do in, even in our, even in our own languages. So anyway, he sits down and we just have this really interesting, fun conversation. And this is what makes travel you know, so many people go on and on about, why are you going to that country? And then they'll say, oh, I just love to learn about other cultures. And then they spend a week running from museum to museum and food place to food place, whatever. And that sounds a little cynical. And I'm not, I'm not trying to take anything away. If you only have a week, you make, the best, you make the most of the week. I get that. But I'm just calling issue with the fact of how much you can really get to know a, a culture if you're just flying through it. So that's why I like to just kind of sit in one place. And so I'm sitting in one place here in this village, and I've had enough interactions that Alfred sits down at the table with me, and we're able to have a really interesting conversation. One sort of side note here to the conversation is, after we're talking for a few minutes, he says, hey, so do you see that guy over there at the head of the table? He's got gray hair, he's wearing a blue shirt, he's looking our way. So I don't look, of course, I wait. When I can do so discreetly, I, I look look that way and I see the guy. He's the former prime minister of Croatia. And so that's always funny too, is when you're someplace that, you know, foreign to you and you find out that there's someone really famous who's right next to you. And of course, that doesn't mean anything to you because you're not part of their culture or society. And so you don't have any context for why that person is such an important person. Going back to my conversation with Alfred, we just had a great conversation. We talked about travel. We talked about school here in Croatia. We talked about his school, his motorcycle accident, his ski trips, his time in Stockholm, where I've also spent time, his time in Turkey and, and Jordan, his plans for the future. He asked me about different things about the United States. One thing that he asked me about the United States that was pretty funny is because he's getting ready to go to Miami. I asked him, where else in the United States would you like to visit? And, you know, what, what's calling to you? What's interesting based on what you've seen in TV and movies and from your friends that have been there, that sort of thing. And he said, Ohio. And I, I, I just, I, I laughed and I said, okay, why Ohio? I mean, I grew up in Ohio, nothing wrong with Ohio, but it just seemed, you know, you would have expected, or I would have expected at least like Hawaii or Washington DC or New York or San Francisco, or we'd already talked about some of those, but still, as the one place that he would choose out of all the possibilities in the United States, I was kind of taken aback and very amused when he said Ohio. So it turns out that he had a friend who went to school there who said great things about it. And so he's curious. So it's that simple. Although it turns out the friend, we looked it up, we, um, the friend apparently went to a school in Louisville because he said it's the Cardinals. Now, of course, the cardinal is the Ohio State bird, but I didn't know a school that had the cardinal as a, as a as a mascot, and apparently there's one in Louisville that does. Anyway, point being, it just felt really good to have this long, leisurely, fun conversation with one of the locals, and I think a lot of that was due to the fact that we'd already had so many interactions, and so it just made our coming together to have a deeper conversation that much more easy and that much more natural. So again, just one of the reasons that I like whenever possible when I'm traveling to go someplace 
just sit and really get to know the place and see what happens, what transpires as a result. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and check out MatthewFelix.com for information about my books, other podcasts, and much more.